Hey there, listener. Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends, usually Aaron and Melody, celebrate the beautiful world of romance novels with a heaping dose of friendship, feminism, and foolishness. We're kicking off our third year of this crazy ride with a guest host. Fan favorite Cole is back to read Alicia Rye's newest novel, The Right Swipe. And brace yourselves, Cole has gone full fanboy. Enjoy! Fuck it! No numbers! Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Cole! What's up, Mac? (laughs) How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing really well. How are you doing? Great. This is a perfect start. Do you have any banter as if we hadn't been speaking already for, oh, fuck, like an hour and 20 minutes? <laughs> um, I don't actually, I did have banter. I always have banter. But, oh, you uh, did? Okay. Well, I mean, okay. just okay. general banter, but like, I don't What's know. What's banter? I, what are the rules? Like friends I, do. I don't want to break the banter rules. Oh, well, what I did, well, I did something where I, I said, let's, let's fucking cut it. No more banter. Let's just get right to the book. That's what the people want. And the people did not like it. In fact, I don't know that they even like that we do the books anymore. They're they're just like I'm mad. one of the people who loves the banter. Like the banter is that's the icing on the cake. I think there was one woman who does not like the banter, and she left us a bad review, and then we've been paranoid about it ever since. <laughs> she was like, "You said you were here for books, and instead you're talking about your dogs and shit." So we were like, "Oh, okay, all right, never again." I loved it. I loved it. It took one to scare you away. What banter did you prepare and not bring up in the last hour and a half? Oh, no, I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> oh, you said ourselves. you had banter. So I thought you maybe like came well, with we, something. We could just continue the conversation that we were oh, having. God, cool. I mean, this is so awkward now. It's so <laughs> awkward. Here's what I want to banter about. Okay, what's up? Alicia Rye. Yes. Um, <laughs> Guys. Yes. Is he's making sort of like a touchdown motion um, with his arms. very on brand with this book. Yes. So we read, what did we read? We read the Katie Robert book. And then Cole got into romance a little bit. At least romance Twitter. It is, that's what it is. Like, I, I wish I could say that I've now read like 10 or 12 books, but I've obviously listened to all of you guys' episodes. But I started following some authors and people you told me were cool people you got you mm-hmm. met at like the convention on the convention mm-hmm, circuit mm-hmm, and everything mm-hmm. the convention and circuit. holy uh-huh. shit is alicia rye a phenomenal twitter follow so cole has developed what i i think we can healthily call crushes can we yeah, say uh, yes a professional have... appreciation oh, oh okay yes uh-huh. it's nothing it's nothing scary or creepy i don't know wanna... no 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 I, I can know. I can vouch for Cole as not being a, a scary or creepy man. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm glad that had but, to be said, straightened out. Awesome. Well, yeah. Um, it has developed a crush on Alicia Rye. I do, and also do. Alyssa Cole. Yes. Well, they're both hilarious, and uh-huh. they're just like it's not all. I'm I'm a sucker for a good Twitter follow. It just that's <laughs> the way it goes. I sit in court a lot, like practicing uh-huh. law sans you know the law 
and I'm just like flipping through Twitter and they're fantastic. It's not just like about their books or it's not just about promotion. It's some funny shit. And yeah. if you're not following them, you absolutely should be. We'll skip. Um, we'll just do an early lady love. Follow Alicia Rye and Alyssa Cole on Twitter, which I'm sure everybody is doing anyway. You should be if you're not. No. So when so when I said, like, let's do another book and we were trying to talk about, like, what kind of book to do if we could find a golf book, womp womp uh, no, or no, something I, like that. I never said find a golf I book. Did. I did. I did. Okay. I did. I did. And then I was like, how about the right swipe is going to be coming out? Why don't we do the right swipe? And you were like, if you didn't think I already had that on pre-order, you're fucking kidding yourself. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I, think, I think I hit you back with like, yeah, August 6th. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> you knew the date it came out, which was, wow. And, and how I, many times have you now read this book? I've I've listened to it twice, but I do have an August 6th receipt that I'm oh, waving in front of Oh, he's holding it up, and it is yeah. an August 6th receipt. Yeah, I um, bought it the day it came out. Um, but unfortunately, I'm, uh, again, in my car all the time, and I've listened to it twice. The audio is really good. This is, is a it? really good audiobook. Yeah, excellent. I say a lot A lot of HBs listen to audiobooks in the, for the same reason that they're in their cars a lot. So that's good to know that the audiobook is good. Yes. Um. Yeah, and then when I said earlier this week I needed to postpone recording because I wasn't all the way done with it, I believe you said, this is a book to be savored, not well, you, rushed through. Yeah, right? Yes, I did. Yes. Well, you, yes. you, you were like, I could do it today, but I could power through it in like the next hour and a half. And I did not uh -huh. want you to do that. I want you no, to you experience to... this book. Uh-huh. Just wrap it around you like a blanket. Fair to say that you enjoyed the book? I did enjoy the book very much. I, I will, like, there's a lot of this book that feels like it was written specifically for me. Now, I know that Miss <laughs> Rye does not know me you, you think at all. I wrote this book for but, you, Cole. But if I was... <laughs> shut up. Uh -huh, if, yeah. I, if I was to make a checklist of, like, uh -huh. shit I would want to see in a romance novel, uh -huh. like, this has 97% of them. Uh -huh. This is just I a lot of. I'm 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 pumped. I'm I'm very okay. excited. All right. Okay. <laughs> so all right. Let's just let's just start. Okay. Hold hold on hold on real quick. What? I gotta. Whoa. Uh, Cole just uh paused the podcast. I don't know if you can see it. Oh my gosh! To take off his shirt, and he has made. I just. Let me get my phone to take a picture of this. He has made That's right. a T-shirt that mm -hmm. says hashtag Team Re. Yeah. As yep. in Rhiannon, the heroine of this book. You're going to yes. have to um, sit up a little bit so I can oh, see the print. Sorry. Sorry. And then I will take a uh, photograph. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you don't want your face in this? <laughs> well, I, I, my, my, it's not that big. I don't have that capability. <laughs> All right. Wow. So is this something that you've made specifically yeah, for this, this is, audio this, medium? This is a very, this is a very crudely made, <laughs> uh, spray painted and stenciled My God. t shirt. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I was excited for this book and <laughs> I wanted some gear. I wanted some gear. I was and, excited for you know, this book I wanted some gear. And so, oh like, my god, <laughs> it's got sports elements, and typically you got jerseys or whatever. Uh -huh. But you know, apparently in the romance game, 
they don't have book gear yet. So I took care of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we do have a lot of book gear. I can order you a trollop hat. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Rhiannon Hunter worshipped at the altar of no man. <laughs> I just thought that, we'd read it verbatim. Yeah. No, I was just getting ready to say, I've heard it twice. I know that's the first line. All right. So Rhiannon, our heroine, has made, she is the creator, CEO, owner of an app, a dating app called Crush. And she is at a convention called Create that's for dating apps. Is that right? I didn't. I think it was like a tech. I feel like it was a tech Tech conference, but that apparently it would be weird to me if it wasn't dating specific since you had Matchmaker there, you had Swipe there, you had Crush there, obviously the big players. Right, 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 right. Um, So I feel like it was probably tech, but dating related. Right. So her dating app is like a feminist, like a a Bumble style, like women make more calls sort of dating app. Swipe is the Tinder style, more tindery dating app. And Matchmaker is your Harmony.com. So that was going to be my question because I've never, you know, I, I met Jess before the dating app sort of any of that stuff i Uh think i i mean i did i'd never heard of tinder or any of that stuff well no tinder wasn't out there but surely like match.com and eHarmony and all those were right but like i always thought those were for like older fair but so i kind of learned a lot in this book like a lot of the definitions (laughs) like how the apps work so i was bringing this up to jess and jasmine and like bumble Mm -hmm. i don't know what that is like i i I don't, Can you I don't explain want to that explain to me? it and be wrong, but I know okay. that like the women call the shots more. Like I think that I think oh god, I don't want to be wrong, but I think they like can't message you. Like men can't message you until you like approve that they can't. Like you the okay. woman picks the the man and then is like, "Okay, now you can send me all the like stuff you were going to send me." Instead of like match, which I was on, is how I met David. I put up a profile, walked away from my computer for like four hours and came back to like 300 messages because it was Alaska. And like, I would say a hundred of them. Because it was Alaska. Well, I feel like I was the only like, there's a ratio up here that's not great for men. Like a hundred of the messages were like, hey, which is like, what do you (laughs) say to hey? And then like a lot of them were like here are the specific disgusting things that i would like to do to you and then Mm. there were like four that were like normal hi my name is i saw your profile specific thing from it i you know like let's chat you know normal three maybe that that is like the most intimidating thing in the world to me like i would be very intimidating brutal at that i turned it over to my coworkers. i'm like find me like four guys out of here that are normal and they did i feel like that would be like my opening line Hello, my name is Cole. Yeah. Um, I noticed that you said X. Cool. Like, I just, th- there's no... And that would whittle you down from hundreds of men to, like, ten. Because most of them are like, sup, girl? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to respond to sup, girl. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> anyway. So she's more of, like, the bumbly one. Um, and she's at this thing, and there's... She's there... To try to find the elusive owner of Matchmaker. Matchmaker. Yeah, Annabelle, because. Because her sister 
had been the the like the brains of the operation kind of had run the like company side of it and she recently died so the thought is that the sister that is like less businessy might now want to sell matchmaker because she's afraid somebody else is just gonna swoop in and, and take care of business so. so this is like a matchmaker party so she's like bopping around trying to find the elusive annabelle and no one knows what she looks like so yeah good luck right uh rhiannon and then a sexy football man yes <laughs> yep your shirt is just cracking me up. Sexy football man. I'm sorry. Here, Comes here. So it doesn't stage. keep just flying into the picture. I'll just, there you go. Now you can just see it the whole oh, time. Oh, good. So now I can always yeah. see it. Um, He comes up on the stage and he is the new spokesman for Matchmaker. Yes. Sexy football player guy. And Rhiannon had a hookup with sexy football, I don't know, like three months ago, four, I don't know, six months ago or something, and then he ghosted her. Yeah, well, and see, that's something else I had to learn about. I didn't know what that meant. You don't know what ghosting is? No, I just thought when it finally got explained, I'm like, that's called being a dick. I don't know, like that. I don't, I didn't have the terms. I posit you do know what ghosting is. You just didn't know what it was called. That's what I'm saying. I, w- when they explained I it, I was like, oh, you know. I know. <laughs> I've known you too long, my friend. <laughs> you can't dime me out like that. I, I actually did think though when I figured out what it was, I was like, man. Have I ever done that? Like Have I, I ghosted? Damn, I don't know. No, I don't think you have. I'm just kidding. Um, so I think he starts giving a speech and sees her in the audience, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, like they I like am the new in. spokesman of Could- and then like sees her and is like, ah, and she's like pissed. She's like there with her arms crossed because she's like, this is that fucker who ghosted me. Well, and what I love about what uh, Alicia Rye did, which you're going to hear me just say a lot. Uh uh-huh. is me too. I dug that she had re like relive the trip up to Cayucas, which yes. is a spectacular area, by the way. But she did this whole thing because she she's trying to find Annabelle, doesn't know what she looks like, but knows where she has this mansion in Cayucas. So like she mm-hmm. went up there to go like run into her. Stalk. Stalk, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a better word. And so that's where yeah. this like hookup. She was like, oh, I'm going to use Swipe, find a guy, have a fun night, which I also love how that was not in any way portrayed negatively because no, no, there is no no slut Mm -hmm. shaming in this book. And I love that. Not at all. Mm -mm. Although I'm going to have to when we get to Samson, I got I got some thoughts. I got some thoughts on Mr. Lima. Some negative thoughts? Not negative. About Samson? Not negative, but not. He's he's a bit of a liar, but that's okay. Uh, we'll get there it's all good wow but i d- see i feel like i have some negative thoughts about re so oh, anyway you're wrong already i there's no way <laughs> i wish i had the forethought to make a team samson shirt for this audio recording <laughs> of this podcast I, I made this for me uh-huh yeah so you could just wear it like around <laughs> You keep taking more pictures of it. Well, this one had your face in it. Okay. Would you think that they didn't think it was going to be me? Well, it was weird because it was just like your chin. I don't know. Um, But what I liked is she like relived the sex they had. So they're like describing a oh, sex yeah. scene, but not like making up some random reason for a couple people to hook up just to have a sex scene. I thought that was right. awesome. And it's early in the book, which is nice. So you get some little like snacks earlier in the book. Yes. And it's kind of like you you 
find out about this whole night that they had kind of in snippets slowly over the first few chapters because things keep reminding each of them about different things that happened during the the sex night that were like incredible or made them like each other. It's great. Like they at one point they like shake hands and then she's like, mm, that hand and those fingers did this and that to me. And it's like, whoa, I just thought I was reading about a handshake and like yeah. got a little nugget no, there. That was nice. The, the way that sex is woven throughout the book is really, really good, particularly since we only get sex between these two characters, which right. in any other book I'd have been like, what? Come on. I need you know, a little bit more like random people in the corner of a bar having sex like what? What? just a little something just what are your romance novels what <laughs> well the only other one i read had some weird like restroom sex from two characters i didn't that know is, anything about that is that is the case it's... yeah but th- that was book two there was she was just setting it up for book two. <laughs> so well you don't you I, listen you just didn't understand the magic of the o'malley's and that's fine but we, but... But we had some opportunities with like later on with lakshmi and tina and stuff which i'm very yeah. excited about uh that potential well, this is going to be a series so i think they'll probably get a book as as well as i'm sure all these football friends are well too. and katrina's got to get one too i know yes i'm sorry oh yeah oh yeah katrina's got a very mis- mysterious 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 mm. mysterical both of them all three of those yes mystery yeah. past and um, I can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, okay, here we are. Here we are. So Samson's giving this speech, and he sees her. And then, like, as soon as he gets done with the speech, he, like, chases her out of the hotel, and, like, she runs, and then, like, he's, like, calling her name. Claire! Claire! Not her name. That's why we not, like, brilliant move. Just genius. Love it. What? Giving a fake name? Well, she wanted to go incognito, and she's an important person, uh-huh. and she gave a fake name. I think that that's intelligent. That you, you love her so much that you're just like, genius, <laughs> genius, making up another name. Um, okay, so then after th- after that, <laughs> Samson goes up to this like little lady who's wearing like a black veil, and like she's weird, and that's his aunt, yes, who is. Annabelle, who is the owner of Matchmaker. You guys, what a conflict. Because Uh-oh. he is the spokesman of the thing, and the lady is his aunt, and Rhiannon wants to buy it. Well, and what I got excited about when I read that was like, oh, hopefully then this like misunderstanding isn't going to be the entire conflict in the book. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Yeah, they were they resolve it pretty quickly. So what we learn is like during the crazy sex night, he was like, once again, I must see you. I must see you. And she was like, oh, this is supposed to be like one night. Well, but I guess she, we could do and she one doesn't more do that. Night. Ree's like, no, yeah. I don't see a guy no. twice. Like, that's it. And she like reluctantly agrees to that. And then he goes her hard. And so she blocks him, blocks his number, closes the app, all those things. And she never gave him her phone number, which is smart. Or real name. That is smart. Not to give. She doesn't need him. Right. That's the moral of this book, by the way. <laughs> Hashtag Team Re. Uh, so then we get we go to Samson's perspective. I did like the flipping perspectives. Like that was that worked yes. that worked for me. It was good, and it worked really well in this book uh, specifically. But he's just like, oh my god, the chances of I see this girl that I had that night with again are like so crazy. This is nuts. When he doesn't know that she's like the CEO of the other you know, whatever company. So we get a little bit of background about Samson. So what happened with him is that like he wanted, he like fell in love with her pretty much that night. Gosh, she was great. 
and then like wanted another night with her and then like in between like that day his uncle joe who he lived with and he was the caretaker for and he had alzheimer's and like was the most important person in his life and was aunt bell's boyfriend of 40 years like had a health decline and like died two days later and he just like completely forgot about the whole thing and by the time he remembered and tried to like go on the app and be like i'm sorry claire i i you know like my uncle got sick and i had to go to the hospital she had already blocked him and there was no way no way for him to find her i love that he was like i googled claire plus la and i couldn't (laughs) find her i just yeah yeah there was nothing i could do well listen our man samson is many things Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that like genius is one of them. No, he says a lot of things where it feels like he's almost going to be like a really smart guy. And then you're like, hmm, just just a little short of that. Just a little. Yeah, I don't. But I don't need him to be smart. And I don't think Rihanna needs him to be smart either. No. Like she she's got that covered. She's she doesn't. She needs a guy who is patient and hugs and she likes the cuds um i think those are her requirements yeah she's a big fan of the cuds and i get that i'm i i love that as well but i i think with samson there's there's some things that didn't make sense to me and i don't know how much i was supposed to pay attention to him but he's like yeah i've been retired 10 years Mm -hmm. and it's like well you're 36 so you retired at 26 you can't turn pro until you're like 22 because you got to be three years out of high school so yeah. he was in the NFL for like three, four years tops, probably still on his rookie deal. This guy's not mm-hmm. really that wealthy. Like this guy is no, not no. super rich. And But I don't think this book ever says he is that wealthy. No, it doesn't. I just think he makes a couple t- or he he makes a couple statements where he's like, Yeah, I saved my money, I took care of my money. Uncle Joe wouldn't let me use anything on mm-hmm. his uh you know, on his health care. Yeah, care. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I I kind of appreciated that because it wasn't this Mm -hmm. concept of, oh, it's just multimillionaires, you know, kind of getting together. It was like he's never angling for her in that way, but he's not somebody who's, you know, super set, not a Christian Grey situation. Am I getting that name right? Yes. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like if I'm reading a book about a sports person who like is super rich um, and must be super rich because they're like the lead person on their sports team. Um, and they do such extravagant things as puzzles and minion costumes. That will upset me <laughs> because I just feel like there are more cooler things I can be doing than reading about slowly putting together a puzzle and watching Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> but Samson's not rich, so that's okay. If Samson wanted to put a puzzle together, I think I would find. I'm it sorry, terrible. I'm still laughing at Dragon Ball Z. Uh, that they did that in that book. I would. They I watched didn't... Dragon Ball Z. In... That was a chapter. No. Yes, in uh, Wall of Winnipeg, they watched. I think it was Dragon Ball Z. If it's not, it was like another anime sort of thing. I hope that's actually anime, and I'm not getting the words wrong. They watched a cartoon. That was a chapter. Wow. Jeez. Well, we don't have that problem in this book. No, we don't have that. But I, we don't have. The I did wonder because it felt like there was a ton of research put into this book because I wonder if this was based on the, there was this player, Josh Perry, who retired after like two years of being in the NFL. Oh, and he was a linebacker. Well, yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. 
but he was a linebacker. I, if you, you're bringing a whole thing to the podcast right now. Look at you. I try. I, I get this opportunity uh-huh, like uh-huh. once a year. I'm, I'm taking advantage. I got. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you're doing it. You're doing it. <laughs> what, what else you got? But he retired over concerns of concussions, which we haven't talked about. But that's his whole. That's the whole reason Samson retired early was uh-huh, concussion right, right. protocol, and he saw his dad and his uncle deteriorate from CTE. And so I sort of started thinking, like, oh, I don't know if she took, you know, this guy's life as sort of inspiration for Mr. Lima and the Lima charm and the Lima curse and all that good right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So, I don't know. I don't cool. I don't, well, I was getting ready to say I looked up an interview with her, and she said it wasn't based on any one particular person, but sort of an amalgam oh. of a bunch of different people. So You did, like, research and stuff. Yes, of course. And arts and crafts. All right, I'm full service. Uh, yeah, and arts and crafts. Melody, I think Cole is making a play. No, I want to be very clear. <laughs> I want to be very, He's very so clear. He's so scared. He's terrified. Terrified. No, I was, I've never been more nervous to meet like a human person than meeting Melody mm-hmm. at your wedding. <laughs> like it was, I was Fair. so nervous and scared. I didn't know. I, I was. It was very. There was a lot of pressure. Were you? So the fear wasn't just like social anxiety. Like you were actually afraid that she was going to harm you. Not necessarily harm me, but I think she's just on a different level than me. Like she's smarter than me. She's quicker than me. She's I, she got drinks named after her. There's just a whole bunch of shit going on, and I didn't think I was going to uh-huh. be able to hang. So I was just uh-huh. I, there was a lot of pressure to meet her, and it went very well. I yeah, it went I well. got out unscathed. She's fantastic. She is as advertised. And thank you again, Melody, for letting me sit in for you, by the way, if you're listening. And now you guys are um, friends, independent of me. <laughs> and that doesn't upset me or freak me out at all. Sometimes texts the other get sent to other when, people. The other night when Melody and I were talking about how hot Jude Law is at like uh, 10 p.m. Alaska time. Uh, well, it was late. Or- it was late. Um, and Melody sent me a text, or no, yeah, sent me a text and said, oh no, I also sent that to Cole. (laughs) Yep. It upset me to my core, and I made many texts that said things like, what? Why text Cole? Texting Cole? Texting (laughs) Cole my friend Cole? Why text Cole without Aaron? Um, and then I realized we're all adults, and everyone can be, be friends with whoever they want to be friends with, and it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> and, and I woke up to a text, because it was late. Uh-huh. It was a late text conversation. Uh-huh. And I woke up to a text yes. about Jude Law being hot, and yeah. uh-huh. oh shit, that wasn't for you, Cole. And then a text from you that yeah. was like, I think Melody texted you something about Jude Law, and yeah. it was all... And then, but that, you know what that text from me was, was a bait text for you to text me back and explain why <laughs> the two of you were texting without me. And then you didn't respond to it. And I was like, oh, my God, they're friends without me. And everybody's hanging out and having cool fun. And I'm not. Anyway, chapter three. uh, This got off the rails quick. They have an interview. Like an onstage interview with a lady named, I think, Helena, who has like a late night talk show, like maybe like a Samantha B sort or something. 
where they're like where they're both on stage and they're talking about like modern dating and it's like matchmaker the old school e-harmony thing versus and actually it was supposed to be annabelle yeah. it was supposed to be aunt bell that was up there with rhiannon and at the last minute aunt bell like flew to australia because she had anxi- social anxiety and she couldn't do it so she asked samson to do it instead and she flew to the and closest place later. she could get to yeah yeah australia and like you guys it was a ruse because she is a matchmaker and she saw it in his eyes when he chased her out of that ballroom in that hotel um so now she's got to be on the stage and talk about modern dating with samson um and it's great and they talk about yeah they have a lot of chemistry they're like volleying back and forth it's great um but also we're getting like flashbacks to the sex which is awesome like interspliced with their kind of catty banter yeah um and it ends with rhiannon explaining what ghosting is see even he didn't know (laughs) but yeah he doesn't know because he's like a liar i (laughs) like just i don't think he's in the loop like i don't think he knows anything about anything no see this is the point okay I'm glad you said that because he's a professional football player who says that he hadn't like been with anybody in like five years. Is this the part where or no, is that later in a later flashback? I think later he says that he hasn't been with anybody in like five years. Yeah, which is a total fucking lie. Are you kidding me? What? Samson Lima. Chis- okay, chiseled out of we limestone. Did a, we, did a, we did another podcast where you told me that a super hot president of the United States was believable that he never like had some discreet sex on the side. And now you're telling me that a football player who lives with his uncle who has Alzheimer's, who is maligned by like the world for walking off the field and becoming the curse of the Buffalo Bisons or whatever. <laughs> the Buffalo Bisons. Like sure it. yeah what's it called what is it the portland brewers but team? it's okay i thought it was the bisons was it not the bison wasn't there bison involved somewhere i i don't know i swear to god there was a bison but he played for the roaming around this book portland like brewers. hoofing it <laughs> like, but there's a difference to, like... shepherd was married kid press security concerns this is cole is so scared to be like you're fucking wrong there's no bisons in here anyway all right sorry shepherd samson on the other hand is Uh 31 years old retired yes and you're telling me hasn't hasn't been with anybody in five years and there's a flashback i don't know about it is i don't psychological issues i don't know if it's now or later but he's like Uh when they first hooked up he's like going down on her and he's like you taste so good they're like, he hasn't been with anybody yeah. in five years, and he's got the game to say that? Really? It's just facts. Like, no. Like, I don't buy it, does, it, it at all. It, it's not game for you to just be like, yum, yum. Like, that's not game. <laughs> Actually, like, if you could pull off, if game. you could pull off yum, yum, that would <laughs> yum, be game. Yum. That would be, <laughs> that would be, like, you are dropping 12 strong if you can pull off yum, yum, and don't get kicked out of bed. I just don't think you need to be like taking pickup artist classes from <laughs> mystery to like be like I am enjoying myself. I don't know. It's just it feels like to me he would have been a little bit more nervous in his yeah. first sexual experience in five years than to be like, oh, I got this on lock. Don't worry about it. This She's, I'm good she at. She brings that out in here. I don't doubt it. She sounds awesome. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I they talk about his 
trust problems. He hasn't like made a friend in five years either. But he can bang with the best of them, and good for him. Like he's a natural. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're still talking about ghosting on stage, and she like explains it to a T, and like how much ghosting is cowardly and like hurts you to your core. And she's like very clearly talking about him, and then times up, and she like walks away. Right? They don't talk after this, do they? I feel like they talk a little bit, but she basically explains on stage, like, if you ghost me, never, no second chances. Yeah. I will never, ever talk to you again. Right. And and uh, Samson's like, if somebody ghosted me, I might give them a second chance. Oh, and he also is like, but what if they had, like, a really horrible <laughs> family emergency, hypothetically? Like, like, what if their uncle died? that day what if there's maybe. like a what if there's like a super great reason and they're phenomenal in bed mm-hmm. if there's that um yeah and she's like basically unless you're dead you have no excuse <laughs> to ghost me and he's like point taken understood and he's kind of pretty sad about that oh she says a family emergency of a sufficient degree might warrant a talk <laughs> that, that's it which I love it. That's like how she talks. Like she's a little socially awkward, which I totally dig. Uh huh. Like boardroom business, she's totally on it. Socially, it seems like she's got some. I I don't know what the issue is. It's probably that she wants to be like a one night stand, or like I just want to see you once and be done with it, as opposed to getting close to somebody that seems to make her uncomfortable. Right, right, right. So then, and Reed, we that's get... fine. <laughs> You're okay with that. That's fine, you're okay Rhea. yeah you're as patient as samson you could <laughs> deal with her trust issues you could teach her to trust hey i'm 36 and don't know what ghosting is so samson <laughs> and i also have a lot in common fair um so she goes home we get like a nice scene with her friend katrina and what we learn is so at one point rhiannon had worked for skype and um or skype or swipe swipe at one point rhiannon had worked for swipe and she was like a marketing person there. And then yes. the person who was the head of Swipe became her boyfriend. And then when she broke up with him, he like forced her out of the company and like spread rumors and like threatened to release nudes or like did release nudes. And she was. Yeah, able it to comes out later that she he, like down. had some videos and some pictures <laughs> and was like threatening to possibly yeah. put those out there. He is referred to throughout the book as the chief executive asshole and you don't find out until the end that his name is peter peter um yeah and you don't really find out the whole story she kind of gives the story in bits and pieces but this is this is what happened and um so then when she left swipe she wanted to start her own app and she met this like super rich heiress named katrina who like never leaves her house and has a mysterious face scar yeah, there's a lot of weird elements to Katrina that is going to make a phenomenal book, uh, Alicia, which I will read the day it comes out. But she deserves love and is going to get it, I'm sure. Um, and Katrina gave her the money to start Crush, and that's where Crush comes from. Uh, so fortunately, she, even though she was blacklisted from the whole industry, she didn't need anybody and she started her own. Yeah, and I don't feel like we really know how they met. I don't really recall that. Uh, her and Katrina. I want to say it was like yeah. a chance meeting of some kind. It, it is explained, but it's like basically we met 
by chance like at a bar or something like that i think right because they're like best friends they live together all that stuff so it's not like they're childhood friends or anything oh and that's the other thing is katrina lives in like this crazy mansion and it was like re move it like if could i find a friend like this who's just like a billionaire who's like what are your dreams i will find right. them. also move into my huge mansion with me please please and, and by the way that mansion is in santa barbara the nicest place on earth. So these mansions are nice. Have you been in one? I've not been in one. I've driven by many of them. Santa yeah. Barbara's spectacular. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's where uh, Katrina's doing fine. Katrina live. Yeah, she's doing great. Except that she's like trying to like get out of the house and she can't because she's got like an agoraphobia issue. So she's like, I went to a restaurant today. Like, what is going on with Katrina? It's a big mystery. <laughs> I can't wait. There are so many seeds planted that she takes no time to explain. All over. Um, okay, so, and we get a little bit of background about Rihanna and her mom cleaned houses for, like, a rich person, and that rich person, like, funded her and her brother's school, um, and, yeah, her mom is, like, needy and stuff. You might be wondering why there's so much about Rihanna's family for no fucking reason in this book, and that's because it's a shoot-off from another book in another series. Right. So the third series in, or the third book in the Grocery Store series featured gabe and his wife so that's why we like get so much of gabe and mom in this thing gotcha i was wondering where gabe came from because at the beginning i was like oh he's gonna be in like one of the future books but then when it turns out he was married yeah i know that there are married romance novels but i don't think that's a huge uh so that's why we have to spend like a chapter at the end going back home and like checking out their engagement party and stuff it's for people who are fans of that series Gotcha. That makes sense. Because I was going to say one of the things that I didn't understand about the book is how we kept going back to all of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I assumed you would not understand it. <laughs> but OK, so during this conversation with Katrina, um, we find out that she had told her Katrina about Samson, the beach bastard that she had had sex with. And Katrina kind of like convinces her to give him another shot. And they're talking about it. And then uh, Rhiannon says to Katrina that he is Samson Lima the football and katrina knows about the football yeah she was all over that she was like oh uh, his uncle died like september 22nd and oh, and, oh my god your date was on september 21st and then they do right they do sleuth thing and then they find out oh my god he actually did have a family emergency Ugh. i mean i i know in the book that they say that they do it all on the phones but i just imagine katrina to be like you know iron man rich so I, yeah. I expect her to be like throwing shit up in like the fake wall and being like, oh, here is where he died. And then back here. So I, that's in my head. That's what happens. She's got like a bat cave, but only for yeah. like when she wants to Google something like a very simple Google. And she like throws yeah. all the holograms around. Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, uh, um, uh, if you haven't written that book yet, uh, maybe throw some holograms in Katrina's life. OK. Yes. I don't think Alicia Rice is listening to this, but if she was, she should put some holograms in that book. Okay. You guys are buddies. She could be. <laughs> but being being buddies does not listen. Being somebody who can listen to two people talk about like something you poured your blood and heart and sweat in for like a year and like sometimes be like, this part was dumb is a whole different level of coolness. Yeah, I, w I, I can't listen to somebody dislike a movie I saw. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I couldn't. Even if, like, the two people super loved everything about the book, like this one, if they even said something that was like, I didn't 
understand this part, I'd be like, fuck you. So like, <laughs> you I, didn't understand it because you're stupid. Yeah, exactly. And she's probably, she's, <laughs> she's probably, probably right. right. Honestly. She's probably right. Okay. Um, all right. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So then what she does. What? Are you laughing at me because I sang like the seagull from The Little Mermaid? I am. Um, okay. So what she does is she calls Lakshmi, her assistant, and she says, listen, he, oh, because he gave Lakshmi his number on a card at the end of the, the talk show thing to like, just yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe she wants to call him. So she's like, find out. I don't want to call him. Find out where he's going to be and when, which is like. This Baller is part move. of that social awkwardness yeah. that I don't quite understand. <laughs> I kind of loved it as a move, though. I did. No, I did, too. I love that she's like, no, I don't talk to people. I go to people. I find them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love that. Yes. You're awesome. So he's doing this promotion where he, like, dates people using the Matchmaker app and, like, does viral videos of it, I guess. Yeah, they were going to do, like, part of the whole new launch, because Matchmaker feels like they're getting left in the dust, is like, hey, I'm going to, I'm actually on the app, and if we match, we can have a date, it'll be filmed if you're cool with that, if not, and this is part of what made Samson sound like a cool guy, because he was like, even if you're not cool with us filming it, we can still, like, go have dinner, like, we can still go on a date, that's fine, so. Yeah. That's that's their whole deal, and he wants to make these videos, and I think, I think this is where she goes to find him, they're getting ready to film the first one. Right. So he's there with like some red. Well, he, she's not there yet, but he's going to meet some like redhead actress that he met because he asked for the dates to be like not people he was actually matched with, but for people that like wouldn't really like get attached or care because he doesn't actually want to meet somebody using this thing. And like he's not really in the market because he loves Ree slash Claire because of that one beautiful night they had together. Um, the night of five times. Are yes. You the me? night of five times. So. Uh, she like confronts him and well, the other thing is she's telling herself she's meeting him as an in for Annabelle to buy the matchmaker. Right. She's like, I love that her rationalization is always the business. It's the best. Love it. So she talks to him. They get closure. It's kind of nice. They like kind of touch their hands together, which is really cute. Like their hands are both on the bench and like one hand like scoots closer to the other hand and they kind of like touch pinkies a little bit very cute um and then she's like i have a yes. business proposition for you <laughs> i i want to buy <laughs> what, what, I lo- what i loved what i loved about it was that she kept like always it's always business it's always business it's always business but she never has that like oh you explained it so now we're all good right he explains it and she's like well okay mm-hmm. i'll give you a little bit of a chance like it's not like all better right no no um it's just like okay uh understood not forgiven but like i can compute and now we can move on um so they come up with this idea this kind of marketing idea oh no it's after that because then he goes and has his date yeah the date goes because he's thinking about her right and they go on he has the date with the actress and the reason he picks out the actresses is he doesn't want to play with anybody's heart and he doesn't want to be a jerk so he's like let's pick some people who don't mind some exposure right right and right they go through this date and we don't see the date again i love it Mm -hmm. we don't need to see that date. we don't want to see it all we hear about is afterwards it is a shit show Yes. He's spilling stuff. He's asking her if she's banging her cousin or something. He asked her if her um, hair was real. 
after her hair was real, like all sorts of weird. He wanted to know if her just, hair was real or extensions because he wanted to compliment it. It's like, nah, just it, go ahead and <laughs> just fast forward to that compliment, you know? Well, and <laughs> what I love was like, we, we skipped over a little bit. We do meet his friends, I think Dean and Harris, oh, I'm sorry. who he played with. Alicia, I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck. Like, I was like, herbs, herbs, <laughs> herbs, herbs. I don't care. I will meet you um, in the next book, friends. <laughs> But they were the ones that kind of got in his head as well about like, are you sure you like good at dating? It's been forever. So mm-hmm. he's also lying to his friends that he's not been dating. Right. And he's like, no, I got it. It's all good. Like, I'm sure it's fine. And obviously it's not. So he kind of cooks up this idea, which is both a very smart business idea and gets him way closer to Ree. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let's sort of reverse hitch this. Right. And reverse you hitch. can... You can teach me how to date. Like, wouldn't that be cool? And we can do a joint venture. It'll help Matchmaker, who are people who want to look for love. It'll help you guys who just may want to look for right now. Mm -hmm. And she's very direct with him that night where she's like, I would like to buy Matchmaker. So I would like you to get me an in with your aunt. Like, at least ask her if she will take a meeting with me. And he's like, sure, but she's hiding in Australia. So I will let you know as soon as she gets back. And I will ask her if she will have a meeting with you. All right, so then they go out and film one of these videos where she's, like, teaching him how to date and, like, teaching him the lingo, right? Is that next? What it's it's what they do first is they meet to sort of discuss it, but ah, she's very, yes. and, and we don't know why yet, but she's like, I'm owning the video, I will yes. be taking the video, we will edit it, and we will show you what it's going to be, but I will always have possession of it, and you sort of, like, Maybe it's a business move, but it feels a little over the top with respect to like owning the actual product. Right. Yeah. She well, she's like that in like kind of all avenues of her life. She's just very like I am in charge. I am in the driver's seat all the time. Like she never wants to have to rely on anyone or trust anyone. Like she is like a completely autonomous being. She is in control of all yeah. the things. Um but also, where when do they have the discussion about where he's like, hey, if you would like to have sex, um, I would enjoy it. I don't remember yeah, if that's I, the I, first I, conversation no. or the second one. No, it's the second one, I think, where they meet at like the bar mm-hmm. and he goes, hey, I'm going to be at this bar at eight o'clock. Oh, and right. And they like, do film she's the like, first one there. But what? Well, yeah, and she does like the f- yeah. she does like the first filming mm-hmm. that they do the little conversation, and then she's like, "Okay, I just wanted to see how you were going to be on camera. I wanted to see if that first one was just like a hiccup, or if you really suck at being on film." Right. And so they meet at the bar, and I love it when he was like, "Look, I'm going to be there at eight, no matter what." Because she was like, "Maybe I'll be there, maybe I won't. I'll be mm-hmm. a swing by." Because he was hanging, he was hanging again with Dean and Harris. Mm-hmm. And yes, so Dean and Harris, his he, friends, uh, who I read so, all about. <laughs> sorry but also when she shows up she shows up like uh she's like on her way to something else which is also kind of like ah like she's like i have to be at this well, other thing in like 20 minutes so she can yeah but she's, she was she lying waits. about that yeah no but I, by she, the way, she went to the thing whatever the thing was i'm sure <laughs> but i was so excited i got so pumped when they started sort of like vibing a little bit at the mm-hmm. bar Mm-hmm. And then they go to the cabana with a waterbed. No, and I no, was no, like, no, no, no. That is not is this Is this not time. this one? No, That's no. not this one? No, 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 no. So at the bar, I think he says first, if you would like to have sex, please know 
that I would enjoy, I would like to have sex with you. I am open to that. If you are open to that. And she's like, yes, you're so hot, but we are not going to. <laughs> and I understand that you ghosted, like my guard is up, but I will have sex with you because that is a no brainer. Um, yeah, my sex guard is fine. Yes. My love guard still up. Still up. Um, and yeah. so he walks her to her car because arguably I believe that this kiss at the car is the hottest part of the book. Oh, the the cars are the hottest part of the book. <laughs> the Both cars? cars. There's oh, two, my goodness. There's two cars. <laughs> yes. No, not you Jesus. The no. Cars. Come on. I'm like, I don't know what kind of car it even was. Called. Yes. The yeah, the the Tesla and like the Jeep Cherokee were the hottest parts of this book. <laughs> you know, I have a Jeep Cherokee, so <laughs> watch it. Um, he pins her. Watch up, it. Watch it. Check it. <laughs> um, he pins her up against this car. It's he, he's the one with the SUV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had to yeah. drive around Uncle Joe in his wheelchair. Um, it is like such a hot kiss. It's oh like, my god supposed to be just a peck and then it's like so much more and they have to stop because there's like what a shooting or something like i don't know why they stopped there was like police sirens or something like that a car yeah i think somebody just a... may have come into the parking garage but it could have been sure sure sure. i think there was like a like a, a gang shooting of some kind but like god. but like wasn't he Maybe, like um, i mean he was taking her underwear off kind of an emergency no well he <laughs> I, she had like her legs up around him, or at least one of them. Like it was. Yeah, oh it yeah, was... he took off her bra. He he yeah. unhooked her bra again. Hasn't been with anybody in five years. Oh yeah, this is what he's playing. Like, and he's give just, me a break. he just like goes around her back and it's just like snap. Yeah, he's like <laughs> snaps it yeah. right off. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Sam. I, I believe you. I choose to believe. Hashtag <laughs> believe Samson. That's what I See, would like I'm, to do. I'm hashtag. It doesn't matter. Fair. It yeah. works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't care who Samson's been with. And that's the thing. I think he's telling the truth because I don't think Rihanna, there's no one in this book that would give a shit if he was having anonymous sex or casual sex or relation. No one would give a shit. So yeah, why would I he think, lie? I think, I think when he told her that, uh -huh. it was at a time when he would not have known that. He would not have known what? Oh, that she, meh, I don't know. I mean, it's this is not a huge sticking point in the book, but I'm just saying. It sounds like you guy, hated this book, Cole, because of this one weird <laughs> that, thing. Wow. That is not true. Please, you're right. Please don't it. make this like the snippet on the uh, the yeah. trailer. What Please a soundbite. What a soundbite. <laughs> you heard it here first. Cole Williams hates Alicia <laughs> Rye. Um, okay. So they make out of the car. It's super hot. And then yeah. the next thing they do is have sex, right? Do we have to take like no. a detour into something else? No, because she like goes away and he's, you know, if this was in a movie, he would have had to have done the, yeah, I'll walk away in a minute thing. But she leaves and he goes. And I think at this point, they go back and talk. Does she go back and talk to, to Katrina? Oh, I remember. She agreed to have sex with him. It was at her office. He came to her office. That was when she agreed to have sex with him. Because remember, it was because of his butt. And then they met at the bar. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think the next thing is the pod. I think the next thing is the date with the pod on the rooftop. The pod date. Yeah. The waterbed that pod. That makes sense. Okay. So they meet up for this so, other date. They do a video of like him being clueless about dating and her teaching him dating tips about how to do things. And then they 
oh yeah, they taped some other girls talking about what a fuck boy is. That's cute. Right. Yeah, that was that was another thing where like, can I ask a question? Oh, what no. is the deal with dick pics? Holy what, shit. What about them? Like, oh god, I really thought things? you were like, gonna ask me what a fuck boy was and it made my whole body go, ooh. <laughs> No, she explained it in the book. Okay, I did kind of need to know because I didn't really, I didn't know what that was. But, but I, when she explained it, I was like, oh, I knew that under a different name. Yeah, gotcha. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't, um, it wasn't that I didn't know it after it was explained. I was like, ah, it's the terminology that's getting me. Yeah. But the, uh, the concept of dick pics has confused me my entire life. All right, lay it on me. I loved his reaction. Well, no, I loved his reaction when he was like, what? Like, that's a thing? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm hoping that you don't have necessarily unwanted experience with this. But, like, is is that really as big a thing as it is portrayed in books and movies and things like that where it's like, okay, I need it you happens to explain. all the time? Okay, does it happen all the time? Yeah, that's yes. my thing. Like, I all the time, constantly, always fucking asinine to me always 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 i thought you were gonna be like is it that big of a thing that like okay they showed you their dick (laughs) it's like yeah because it's like you're just living your life and then it happens i'm sorry in in 18 years of our friendship do you think that i would be like a oh it's just a picture of a dick like why are you guys freaking out it was that is not that's not my take i just want to be clear that is not my take but i was willing to be like yes it it is (laughs) um no, it is clearly no, like a ridiculous assault. If you're a woman and you've assault. never accidentally had your airdrop on, um, and you've never been airdropped a penis, I don't know. Or like in the dating apps, or in like it's just it's just everywhere. It's everywhere. You are our dicks always. Like that that is incomprehensible to me. While at the same time, I completely believe that it's happening. Yes, I just could never imagine being in a scenario. I was like this is a really good idea. I just don't and like, will accomplish whatever my goal is. I just don't like I feel like the best case scenario, the best case scenario if you send a dick pic and no one has asked for one is that the person on the other end will be like okay. That is your best. Yeah. That is that is right. top best. Worst I can't is like fuck off. I never want to speak to you again and I'm calling the police. So like why right. would you take that risk of like just trying to get to that, okay. You know, like, that, yeah. that's that's your peak. Like, what? Like, I just can't, I could never imagine anyone responding to that with, like, I didn't know it. This is the one. This is the one. Now I get it. Yep. Yeah. I, it's it's just something I don't get, and I loved his reaction to it, and I, I, the reason I was asking you was it was brought up pretty consistently in the book about, yes. like, no one wanted dick pics. Don't do that. Now, if someone requests one, that's a different question, yeah. which, again... Is like, oh yes, consent. That's a thing in all areas of life. Right. Like, let's just stay but in like, that lane. What usually happens is that you'll like chat with a per- like somebody will say, "Sup, girl," and then you'll come back sure. and be like, "Hi, I enjoyed reading your profile. Are you available for a date, an ice cream cone date?" And then their reply will be dick pic, and you're just like, "I." We could have gotten there, my friend. Like <laughs> it was that was actually on the table. It was going good. <laughs> like, but now I know <laughs> your judgment is at a zero. Like it's usually like just a random reply to something that you were like, "No, not to that." What why, dick? I just uh <sighs> the, I, it's it's confused me forever. 
and it will continue to confuse me forever. But I, I, I'm sorry, ladies. Uh, that sucks. I thank you for your. I, I wish there was something deeper to say about that, but that's fucking ridiculous. I also did love though how she was teaching him. Because pictures are completely ridiculous. Like, I don't get how to take them. Every time I take one, somebody looks at it like, uh, come on, man. Angles. What, Angles like are a thing. So when she was explaining that. Face? Yes. <laughs> I've not, yes. Well, li- I just meant, I was. Listen. <laughs> she later on in the book, Samson sends her a dick pic. And she's like, that's a really yes. good one. It's framed well. There's a hand in it. Yes. You want a hand. You don't want it just floating out in the world. Like, you, <laughs> like there, there were things. She's like, the lighting is good. It's not like dark in there. You know, the, this this is a good, nice It's dick a glamour shot in dick pic. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, that's, I thought it was possible. That's what you're No, no. What I was talking about is when she was talking about taking selfies and things like that, you got to do the correct angle and Mm -hmm. all of those things, which has been said to me a million times. So I did also enjoy that aspect of like the the dating lessons or whatever she was giving him. Also, during this conversation, they have like a cute conversation about Thriller and how Thriller would never happen today because of cell phones. And you'd never like (laughs) be alone with that guy without pepper spray and stuff. And he says the line... Do you think pepper spray would work on zombies and ghouls? <laughs> Which, like, part of me is like, that doesn't sound like a real person. But part of me is like, Samson. <laughs> so cute. You're, you're so smitten with Samson. I, I feel like you're willing to oh, sort of give him carte blanche on everything. Well, you know how I feel about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And no one else plays this role. So, Which I, I knew that was like, I wanted to say, who would you cast in this role? But There's it was no one a, else. That would have been There's a waste of time. No. no one else. Yeah. Um, okay, so they then are done filming their thing, and they get into, this must be a real bar in L.A., right? I don't know. I don't live in L.A., but it could be. I have no idea. <laughs> so, okay, but this has got to be inspired by a real thing. like it's With a, a waterbed rooftop? cabanas? Has to be. Yeah. Because it's too specific. It's like yes. pods that you go into, the inside have a waterbed. Yeah. And you're unable to it, sit up because of the waterbed. It sounds like the grossest place on earth, but I was so ready for some waterbed sex. Me too. Like some public waterbed sex. Yes. I was this is the only part of the book I was disappointed in because I was like, you primed me. Right. I was I was ready. I had cookies. I was ready. And then and you got your your And then sack they ready. just sort of they sort of just left. Um I was like yeah, well, they left because they were worried about the cleanliness of the, um, of the... Which was a correct instinct. Like, they're getting that right, but sometimes you gotta play through it. Um, just so you know, uh, Uncle Joe, do you know what team he played for? Did he play for the fucking Bisons? He played for the Bisons. Uh, those Buffalo I, I, Bisons. <laughs> um. I don't want to sound terrible. I don't give a shit about Uncle Joe. <laughs> God! Fine. I'm sorry. Okay. Like in the in Awkward. in the realm of the book, like it's it's extremely tragic what happened to him, uh-huh. and I hate it. And I'm not going to get into it now because the NFL CTE settlement is one of the things that I could talk for two hours about and mm-hmm. just be yelling the entire time because it's complete horseshit. But yep. in the in the realm of this book, I was like, "Yep, Uncle Joe died tragically, and his dad really struggled from it. That's great. Let's get back to Rhiannon, please." Wow. Re. Always get back to Re. Not enough I Re like in this the, book. I found the the football things kind of interesting because I don't know anything about that stuff. 
Um, so I love that I was like friends, babies, bull, and you were like football because it's like <laughs> I'm just trying to get back to the book. Okay, um, but I I read all the football stuff because I was um, interested in it because I don't know a lot. Well, about and it, it is I know interesting. A lot about yeah, army it's... TBIs, but I don't know a lot about football <laughs> ones. Yeah, well, the in short, the NFL did everything they could to completely screw their players for decades, and then. This settlement was the last and greatest screw job of all of it because it's a billion dollar settlement, but nobody's getting any money and people are getting denied their claims. And I'm going to stop now because I will just continue to go on uh, in perpetuity. All but right. it is actually interesting. And it was well researched. Like she she had enough of it in here that it was clearly well researched and it all made sense and it's all accurate without boring you like I've been doing for the last minute about it. <laughs> so they leave the pod and they go to the car. <laughs> so they Car number so two. So they leave the pod with they leave the water the pod. Well, listen, we've, this is not the first time we've said the words, they leave the pod, um, but here, here we're talking about humans that are having human sex yes. with people that are not their cousins. Um, so they go and have oral sex in the car, and isn't this where, yes. she like freaks out, right, a little bit? He goes yeah, I think so. down on her, I think so, and then um, she kind of freaks out and like leaves quickly, and then she goes and like hangs out with Katrina the next day. And she's like, did you have sex with him? And uh, Ree's like, no. And Katrina's like, well, oral sex is sex. And she's like, mm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> I also appreciate it. And we skipped it a long time ago. But when she was like, I wish I hadn't been so dick drunk. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Yes, dick that drunk. That was outstanding. Genius. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So the next thing that happens, I think, is that Rhiannon finds out that Peter, the dick, uh, the emotional abuser, is taking meetings with like the cfo what is william he's like a another executive over at matchmaker he yeah, does like a control, vp of whatever yeah he doesn't control whether they sell but he's like the top businessman person um yes. and he's out playing golf or whatever with um, like all those dicks do i got golfers um with uh <laughs> with i totally face. agree by the way with, with what's his toes um uh peter and then yeah. she realizes he's trying to buy Matchmaker, like, right out from under her. So she, like, goes over to Samson's house and, like, basically just fucks him hard and then is like, talk yeah. to your aunt. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it, this is where, like, I went from like Re uh-huh. to I need gear. I'm making t-shirts now. because. <laughs> kind of started not liking re that much no i was like phenomenal because i mean i i like re i like re so much more than like most of the heroines we've read so don't don't get it twisted but like she goes over they talk a little bit about uncle joe and like they they learn a little bit about each other's backgrounds and then she's basically like fuck me hard and then so he's like sure i would love to thank you for the opportunity and then she's like okay uh, talk to your aunt and he's like yeah I, I already agreed to do that why did you come here and she's like bye <laughs> and I was like I don't know I just yeah. kind of felt like she was like using him I just I didn't like how Ree was treating Samson well, <laughs> you, I just love I, I know you guys can't see it but like she tilted her head and got very serious Samson. very intimate with the microphone Samson. before she said his name yeah I just felt like she wasn't she's not being like totally upfront with him. I don't know. No, just... and that's what I that's that's what I loved about it, honestly, was she's got flaws. 
Yeah. And she recognizes him and she's working through him. She's trying, but she's also never hidden what it's about. Like she told him, we can fuck, but we're not going to be together. That's true. And he, so, he's fine with that. Like he's he doesn't feel played or whatever. I just knowing everything that I know at this point in the book about Rhiannon that she has not shared with Samson. Like, right. I just I I yeah, I just wish she just treated Samson a little better during this part of the book. Well, um, he doesn't deserve her and she knows that <laughs> deep down. So deep. also so the next thing is like this guy Trevor, who Samson hates, who's the quarterback. Of the team wants Samson to go be like a CTE spokesmodel or something because Trevor is starting to have like uh, <laughs> cauliflower Sorry. brain. The concept of a spokesmodel for CTE. <laughs> he just stands there. This, <laughs> this, this, is CTE. this is what CTE looks like. Is it, hey, uh, Samson, take your shirt off. Is that not? Take your shirt off. Is, is that is. not what it is, though? Kind of? Like, I'm sorry. Well, I, He's going to be the I, no, face I, of their organization <laughs> that helps I don't think players, you're wrong. It was just raises funny. money for people that aren't getting any of the settlement. And Trevor yes. is having some symptoms of brain problems. Samson's family's like the poster. Like, his dad's case was used as the basis for the entire lawsuit and right. all those things. So his name carries a lot of weight uh, and particularly the reason, the way he left yeah. the game. So was he was called why they want to use him. The Lima charm, because when his dad brought him to the football games, they won the football games and he's like the third one, the third Lima. And then like when he walked, he walked off the football field at halftime because somebody was going to make a guy with a concussion play. And we know what happens. When you make Billy Bob play, even though he got a concussion. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this up. I was not going to bring up Bullshit. Varsity Blues. I, I promise. Bullshit. Your whole life is Varsity Blues. All you do is you think about Varsity Blues at least once a day. Oh, easily. Bullshit. Are you kidding me? Of course Bullshit. I do. As soon as I get to this part, I was like, we're going to have to do an hour on Billy Bob. No, I was going like, to be professional. How him play. Let's go yeah. be professional. I was not going to bring yeah. it up because this is your show. Yeah, this is my show. I brought it up. You brought it up okay. and you fucked up. You done <laughs> fucked up. Because here gonna... we go. So, <laughs> so the instant up. that this happened, I was like, Billy Bob made the pros? Like, that was my it, That was my <laughs> first too, response. I was like, coach. I was like, I was like, how did he get there? He was 600 pounds in high school. He had like nine concussions. <laughs> and, and he, he made died. It to the pros? And he died. And he made it to the pros. How? <laughs> what happened? How? I was so happy. Yeah. I was so proud of him. Uh-huh. And then I was like, and then he had to play for another fucking Kilmer. It just, it all became a but whole that's thing. that's the thing. I don't think that Billy Bob made it to the pros. I think John Boyd is coaching this team, unfortunately. <laughs> I think that John- he made it to the pros. Because I don't know so if you So th- you think the end of the movie Billy was Bob died. he never coached football again and Voight's like, oh, hell yeah, I did. I just went to, I just, I got promoted. <laughs> yeah. I never there coached were a lot of pro- high school football again. <laughs> there were a lot of pro teams that were like, hey, uh, we saw you almost killed that high school kid. We liked the dedication. We liked it. We liked it. Come to Because the you know what he should have been doing? He should have been sitting in the nurse's office, uh-huh. rest and relax, take advantage, get a three o'clock practice. Yeah. That's what he needed to be doing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And... Now we're going to pay you $6.4 million a year to uh, maybe kill some adults. It'll be great. Congratulations. Um, yeah. But James Vanderbeek Samson 
is not about. Oh, this. that's a good cast. That's a good casting choice. Bullshit. Not really. Not really. So that would be the worst. Put like some some like Samoan tattoos like on like his yeah. a James Vanderbeek. Oh God. <laughs> That would be the worst. I'm, I'm I'm seeing a very C. Thomas Howell. Uh, oh God! <laughs> I read a whole book. I forget what book it was, but they said that he had like tribal tattoos over like half of his chest and down his arm. So I assumed that the guy, it like the book said that he was like had Samoan tattoos or Maori or you know it, some yeah. sort of. And it turned out he was a white guy the whole book, and I read him as <laughs> yeah. And Melody had to like inform. How do you me not read that? Be like as the no. rock. That character's white. And I was like, what? I hate that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what? Oh, that was the uh, 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 Susan Elizabeth Phillip book. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? Billy Bob. John Boy. Oh, we were talking about Billy Bob. He well, you were talking off, about Billy Bob. He stormed off in the middle of the game, which is called halftime yep. in football. And he did not come back to football ever again. And so this quarterback was real mad and changed his name, called him the the Lima Curse, which is very smart uh, choice of, like, witty. I I thought Samson's response to this, and I get that there's other emotional attachments to it, but I was was like, you're really that hurt by that? Yeah, he hates it. Um, It felt felt very thin-skinned, where I would have just been like, fuck off, like, whatever. (laughs) Okay. His dad gave him the Lima Charm name. I know. And then when they're at the waterbed bar, somebody's like, hey, man, Samson Lima, Lima curse. And he's like, the fuck you say to me? Out of nowhere. he lost his fucking mind. It's kind of like, have you seen that video of the lead singer of Sugar Ray out at a bar and somebody shouts sugar gay at him and he loses no. his fucking mind? It's hilarious. Oh, you're going to watch it right now? Yeah. So well, I'm going to I'm going to search it so I don't forget. I don't know this man's name. Uh, Like Mark. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know his name. The lead singer of Sugar it's Ray. It's funny. Uh, what is his name? He's That's... just like in a crowd. Damn it. And somebody's like, hey, man, sugar gay. And Mark McGrath. Yeah, yes, yes. Which is not appropriate. I don't want to be on the side of the guy who thought sugar gay was a funny thing to yell at anybody as an insult. But Mark McGrath loses his fucking mind and tries to oh, like, shit. murder the guy. Yeah, Cole's <laughs> watching it now. No, he's, he's like a 15-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And Mark McGrath literally tries to murder this kid. Oh my god. Please yeah. just YouTube Mark McGrath flips out on teen. Yeah. Holy cow. Yep. And then signs an autograph afterwards. <laughs> yes. Like after the flip out is signing autographs. And if you had the audio, he's... you would hear him just yelling, Who the fuck said that? Who the fuck said that? Who the fuck said that? It's great. Um, but yeah. Samson has a very similar reaction to somebody saying, hey, man, Lima yeah. curse. He's like, loses his shit. Yeah. Um, he doesn't actually beat anyone up or anything. He just kind of like steps up to him and is like, hey, apologize to me. So if anyone is like, does not like that kind of thing, he doesn't do anything like that. He's not an aggro guy. He just does not like it. Okay. Trevor. So he doesn't want to be the head of his organization. He hates Trevor. Fuck right. Trevor. Okay. So I think the next big thing that happens is... She gets invited to go well, no, to, we want to I'm, what? I'm sorry to interrupt you. We probably want to talk about how Samson actually talks to Annabelle and says, this is what's happening. 
like Rhiannon wants to buy oh, this. Yeah, and yeah. she goes, yeah, William's been talking to me and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there's several interested buyers, it turns out. So she decides, um, because she's an eccentric old lady, to have like a yeah, dinner very Miss Havisham. Yeah, like a like yeah. a dinner weekend at her lavish mansion. Um, in the where where was the nice place? Where's the Cayucas? Cayucas. Um, you're not gonna know how to say that word when you read this book until Cole <laughs> tells you. Um, so they go up to Cayucas um and do like a weekend impress me yeah thing well and and samson had gone to his aunt and been like re wants to buy the business and the that annabelle had said well william's telling me that i should probably sell and samson's very protected of bell which i really like mm-hmm. and he's like i don't give a shit what william says mm-hmm. like you own you the own company this. he doesn't okay yeah. so it's your call not his and she is a very, like you said, out there lady. And so she sends invites to like four prospective buyers. And she decides to send a very interesting and very glittery mm-hmm. invitation to the uh, uh, the crush office. Right. Which I I think it was a, did the guy jump out of the cake and then they also had a cake? Yes, there was a cake. So there was a cake that had a man in it that he jumped out and then just so no one would be disappointed that it was a fake cake, he also had a cake in there with him that he then presented them with. And then somebody said, I'm not eating some cake that's in there with like a sweaty guy for God knows how long. And Rhiannon's like, cake is cake. You need to shut the fuck up. I'm eating that cake. And and she's right. She's right. Uh, this is another reason that I feel like Alicia Rye doesn't know me but knows me because I would have been absolutely like, I mean, it's cake. Yeah. Like more cake for the me, cake. the CEO. Shut the fuck up! Like the cake wasn't yeah. even for you. This is an invitation yeah. for me, Marie, and I get my and cake. She- <laughs> the end. I do love that she she gets covered in glitter, and Tina comes in and is like, "I'm so sorry." And there's immediate electricity between Lakshmi and Tina, mm-hmm. which yes. Tina's Belle's assistant. Right. And so we're definitely going to get that story. I hope so. At least in but can can I just say glitter is the worst thing that's ever existed? I hate glitter. I hate I hate it so much. Yeah. It, it was I remember getting a thank you card in law school from somebody who was in uh, one of my lawyering skills classes, mm-hmm. and I opened it and it was packed with glitter, mm-hmm. and I w- it like everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Who? Are, what six year old is in law school right now? Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. and there's nothing better than going home. I mean, Jess is cool and, and she knew what was going on, but I was like, I'm covered in glitter because someone gave me a card. Yes. I have glitter everywhere. And she was like, absolutely knew who the student was. She's like, that idiot. And I'm like, yep, 100%. Um, okay. Then they go to the thing. They go to the thing. She ru- well, Oh, well, no, no, I know no, what no, I wanted to say. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, Fire I don't away. think it's what you wanted Aaron to say. Aaron in the front row. Yes, thank you. Aaron in the front I row. I was raising my hand. Yeah. Um, what's her face? Lakshmi says, oh, I know what this is. And then Rhiannon's like, she's Willy Wonking me. And then they're like, we're yep. going to Charlie Bucket this motherfucker. <laughs> that was my favorite was so line funny. in the whole. I loved it. it that was, was my favorite best. line in the whole book. Yeah. But then then Samson's like, hey, did you get the invitation? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to see you. I've got to really like get into this presentation. And he starts like sending her food. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to do something oh, to help you. Yeah. He sends food. There's a whole chapter of massages. just texts between the two of them. 
Great chapter. And really good chapter. That's when you get the dick pic uh, in that yep. situation. They send a bunch of photos of each other back and forth. It's very cute. She, he sends all kinds of different, a taco truck, all kinds of stuff. Yes. And then he's like, I don't know what kind of food you want to do. What's your favorite food? She's like, Thai, cool. Let's send some Thai food. Mm-hmm. And I do remember, we skipped it, but the reason that she left his apartment so quick was she uh, accidentally put her hand in his pants mm-hmm. and there was that phone number from the waitress that oh, he had never really talked to. Oh, right. Like some waitress. Like when he was out with Dean and Harry. Harris. There you go. I was and close. D- <laughs> and Dean was, Dean's obsessed with this kid, Ugh. which is great and wonderful. But I was like, I, I Alicia we don't need Rye, to talk about baby poop. I love your writing. I love your books. I may skip that one because I do not care about Miley the baby. <laughs> um, okay. I'll read it. Yeah, I know you will. Um, but you also do not care about Miley the baby, right? Like, right? No, 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 no. no, no. Um, okay. So now they're, they arrive at the Willy Wonka house and it's her. I think we can fast forward most of this, but it's like her, Peter the dick, a guy named Chris, who is like an older gentleman yeah. who owns some, uh, uh, like matchmaking dating apps worldwide. Like international. Yeah. And he had actually, he's a nice man, and he had tried to hire Rhiannon off of Swipe, um, and he was like Mm -hmm. the only one who gave her a chance. And then a guy named Martin, who he he's like he's like the who's who's the like German kid who eats the chocolate and falls into the thing immediately. I don't know that kid. That kid. He's that kid. Schmurgle. Smurgle. Yep, that I remember that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he eats the chocolate and goes right. Have you never seen Willy Wonka? I have. I just don't recall the name. Okay, I just of thought the maybe I had stumbled on to like some really Oh, no, I've seen Willy Wonka. That, I I could talk about Grandpa Joe forever, okay. that lazy. Okay. <laughs> lazy man. <laughs> he could walk the whole time. I I can't I can't get out of bed. Oh, chocolate? <laughs> I can get I can legs are feeling strong today. I've been yes. there. I've been there. I could actually Do you want to skip? We can skip. Yeah, dance. I've, Fly. I'm so, I'm, I'm so rested. At some point. I'm so rested. Yeah. I I'm just I'm excited. Yes. So yes, I've seen Willy Wonka. Okay. Uh. So anyway, the guy that guy like drops out immediately. It was like is like this shit is stupid. Like I'm not doing this stuff. And like yeah, please. right. Um. Mm-mm. After. Uh. Okay. So then, like the first night, what's his face? The dick comes to her room. And that was out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Anytime there's like a bad ex-boyfriend in a romance novel, he's going to show up at about the 75% mark. That's a rule of thumb. Gotcha. That, it's like a Chekhov's ex-boyfriend. He's going to show up and um, new boyfriend's going to kind of like resolve the situation. Take care of business. Yeah. Right. Um, but it, he's just like, I, I don't even remember what's exactly said, but he is intimidating this is where he's and abusive her. Yeah, he's and threatening her and all that stuff he's just like a total asshole and she gets her phone for long enough to text samson to be like just come to my room knock on the door no matter what you hear just barge in please so you can help me handle the situation and he does and then when they go to do their pitches the guy william who's the like cfo of the company or the vp or whatever asks yeah. her all these questions that are like oh, you were sleeping with your boss at Swipe and you were this and you were that. And now you're with Samson, who is the close personal friend of Annabelle. And don't think that that's going to like make you get job. So obviously. (laughs) 
That is that is that was verbatim. I like um, I I do this and people listen to it. It's insane. <laughs> no, it's because you're excellent at it. Um, it's not it's it's not insane. Yeah. So um so William and Peter are like friends and they're like bros together or whatever and they suck. Right. Yeah. Um and he Peter has told William all the like lies about Rannon, which sucks. Um and then the old guy drops out because he wants to date Annabelle. He just wants to fire on Belle. I was so pumped for that. I want that book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% we're getting that book. Right? Yes. Yeah. Have to. If if we don't get that full book, there has to be like, they have to be part of a community book. I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah. But I need that romance in my life. Samson gave uh, Rhiannon the advice to speak from the heart and not have a PowerPoint or anything. And so that's what she ends up doing. She goes off script. She speaks from the heart. She tells them all about her background and why she wants to buy matchmaker and stuff. And then um, William kind of like intimidates her, like I said. And then after that, uh, Belle makes an announcement in the Rose Garden. Um, it's a rose ceremony. A rose ceremony uh, that she's not impressed with Peter and that Re has won. And so Ree follows her back to her office and she gives her the number that Peter gave her, which is much higher and says, this is my counter like, offer. Like higher than it's worth. Yeah, much higher. It's just not even. And Rhiannon realizes that Peter was willing to go to like extremely unreasonable lengths to beat her and buy this company like out of spite. Right. Like he had to ensure that he was going to win to the tune of like millions of dollars. And also he promised her 100% employee retention. And that's not something yeah. Rhiannon is in like is situated to do. She can't keep 100% of Matchmaker's employees. Well, and one thing that I really liked about her was that, you know, she wanted to win. Like one of the things that was a through line was I can't lose to this guy. I yeah. can't lose this. I have to buy this. I have to buy it. I have to buy it. And when brass tax came down. She was like, oh, I can't do it at that. Yeah. If that's what you want and that's what you need, I can't do that. Right. And so she wasn't willing to sacrifice like the obvious aptitude she has for business in order to just win or whatever. And I, right. that's another I aspect of her that. I really liked. And then yeah. also, she's smart enough to realize that Belle has turned down like a much better offer. And she realizes that, oh, we forgot to say. Last night in the room... Sam- Samson said, I'm going to go tell Belle what this guy is. And she told him that he can't tell her because she needs to win on her own merits. Like, he can't just yeah. go be like, this guy's a creep. Don't choose him. She wants to actually win, and it's her story to tell, and she doesn't want him to do it. So then she basically gets it out of Belle that she didn't choose him because of him being creep and, like, creeping on ladies and assumes that samson told Belle. god there's so many names i know it's really hard what happened between re and peter and that's why and so now she's pissed at samson but what it turns out i had out, to write them all down i know so what it turns out to be <laughs> is that she had like heard some murmurings of like he treats women badly so annabelle had reached out to like women that used to work with him at swipe and like found out some stories and some of them told her about re and what happened there so samson didn't tell her but she did find out with her own digging so yeah we had that last hurdle now we got it clear because i was when when this was going on, i was like oh we're wrapping it up mm-hmm. everything's gonna be fine whatever no. we're good and it was like oh fuck yeah come on 
Oh, I wasn't there yet. I, I like I like the last big fight. I like the last big fight that they got to fight oh. each other and stuff. But where I was oh, like, I love oh, the last fuck, big fight. come I just on, thought we was were... when we were at the engagement party and we got to resolve things with the mom oh, and yeah. Gabe. And I'm like, I'm just like, come on, guys. I don't give a shit about Trevor oh, and the CTE organization. <laughs> I know, right? I care about Rhiannon and mostly Samson. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is I, I feel like both of us are like, you both can do better. Um, no, no, Samson. He's so. We could do better he's than Samson. Such a hugger. No, come on. <laughs> I, hey, I get it. I'm just. You know I'm, I'm here I, for my girl. You I want her to have the best. I feel about a lovable oaf. I love an oaf. Yes, that's true. That's true. Anyways, um, so they both go. They get in a big fight. He, she doesn't allow him to explain her, himself. She just like leaves. She's betrayed. She's got trust issues. You know. He goes and does his footballs with Trevor and his concussions, and decides to be part of the football thing and she goes to the engagement party and like talks to her mom there's like another girl there and like talks to her that stuff happens but then you guys they get back together and they do it's the end it's perfect it is they get back together they talk before they talk which is nice i like that that's and again team re (laughs) she does good get get yours clear the head and i love like she says that like three times like i just need to clear my head yeah yeah. Like let's just it, he keeps trying to just, stop and he's like like he's like out of breath. He's like, We have to we have to talk before we before we do the sex time. And she's like, No, no, we'll we'll talk later. Like, I need to do yeah, this. There's first. plenty of time for that. Yeah. Okay. God, have you God. seen you? I need to do this first. Anyway. See, it's very funny because in my head I'm thinking she's going, Look at me. You're welcome. Just do it. <laughs> Look at me. You're welcome. Uh, and there's this whole God. thing about sweatshirts and like the end is like he's going to be her sweatshirt for her. It's very yeah. Cute. There's a lot of cute stuff. It's it's hard because the, a lot happens, but I felt like it was a really quick book. Yeah, it was. Like there's not like it, it, it goes very fast. There's not a ton of sex, but because it's woven through it so well that I, I got all I needed. Mm-hmm. You know, I can always use more, mm-hmm. but I got, you know, everything I needed out of it. And uh, I really hope now this is an ignorant question, but will there be another Rhiannon book? No. no. Or or this will be it. This is this Once is so, a couple so keep is this done. one. They're done. So yeah, hang so on, hang on to that, that one. Gotcha. He's held up the paperback of the right swipe. And now I'm yeah. realizing that Cole's Team Marie shirt is also color coded to the book. Of course it is. Of course it is. Are you kidding? Yeah, I had to find I had to it was very weird because uh everywhere was sold out of yellow fabric spray paint you purchased so, it you purchased yellow fabric spray paint wow well what i i thought maybe you just i didn't have it laying I, around to, in my mind you were having like a you had like a project that you were already doing with stencils and spray nope. paint and you were like you know what i'm gonna do wow Mm-mm. wow nope okay all right cool 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 <laughs> and cole's not coming back cole's not <laughs> not invited back it's got, he's made it weird. Well, I just want to keep all's... making you read romance novels because I think you like them more than you know, um, but have only read two. So I, I want to keep forcing I you do. I do. I actually, I very much. Yeah. I'm going to make you read another one. Soon. I earnestly I enjoyed wait. the book. Like it was a very good book. Oh, it, can it be out of her bedroom games series? I think I'm going to check out. <laughs> yeah, go for it. The grocery store series is very good. We read the f- I read the first two. I haven't read the third one, which is the one that Gabe comes from. So, 
you don't need to worry about Gabe. <sighs> Gabe bothered me. Really? You didn't like Gabe? Well, because he was the favorite of the mom, and I'm like, but Ree's right there. Yeah. Like, why would you? Yeah, that's fair. I don't quite understand. Yeah. But just because he calls you back? Come on. <laughs> fair. Uh, Cole, do you yes. have a lady love? You know I do. <laughs> I have... Hold on, let me get him. I don't want to mess him up here. Okay, I have three. I have three lady loves. All right. Number one, I'm actually a little upset with you, Melody, but don't don't get mad because it's because you did an awesome thing that I was going to do, but you did it before me, is I, I was driving around and I needed like a playlist and I just hit an I Miss the 90s playlist mm. on Amazon mm-hmm. and... It had bands on it like Sublime mm-hmm. and Blind Melon and The Spin Doctors mm-hmm. and the Verve Pipe, and it blew my mind. And it, it was instantly taken back to like 96, mm-hmm. and it was a very weird drive for me. Now, I, I do have a problem with a 90s uh, playlist that doesn't have boys like any R&B on it or rap. Well, He's there was no Boys to Men. specifically talking about Boys to Men. Cole, you guys, is a yeah. Boys to Men super fan. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. But there is like uh, a bomb 90s R&B playlist on Spotify. Yeah, no, I've I've listened to that yeah. one. I've listened. This was just a totally random like, oh cool, I'll play that. And there were a lot of like songs I literally haven't heard since like some random homecoming in the 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, but this one didn't have any boys to men, no Whitney, no Mariah, That's no weird. SWV, something, none of it, no rap. It, but there's some really funny songs on it. But the love is go listen to music that takes you back to like a, you know, nice nostalgic time. It was very bizarre, but cathartic and interesting. And I loved it. Um, I do have a food lady love. Okay. Which is if you can find it, just straight murder one of those new Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Holy <laughs> shit. Just really? get all over that, okay, all, right? all right? It It is so good. It's bigger than the Chick-fil-A one. Mm-hmm. It's crispier. It's not cooked in, like, hatred and gay bashing. Mm-hmm. It's very, very <laughs> good. Okay? All right, okay. Um. So find that. And then my last one, if you're into movies, because I've had a chance to do this over the last couple of months, pick, like, a classic film you really like and go see it on the big screen. Mm. It's awesome. I saw Breakfast at Tiffany's on the big screen, Dr. Strangelove, uh, Jackie Brown. Go see it in a theater. See it with a group of people. Um, it's awesome. You know, so, Andy and I, when we were in DC, we went out and saw um Top Gun in 3D. Um, oh wow, that unibrow! It was also IMAX. It was IMAX <laughs> 3D Top Gun. Um, that Tom Cruise. They'll do unibrow, anything to make Tom Cruise tall. <laughs> it can that unibrow can fly under the radar on a regular <laughs> screen. If you're just watching TBS and Top Gun comes on. You forget about that brow. But man, in an IMAX 3D, is that prominent? Strong? Yes. <laughs> it was like we, no one could stop talking about it. Like the whole theater was like, oh, God, it's back. Like it was. I just like the, the idea that it was 3D. So it's obviously coming at you as well. Oh, just yeah. a little bit. But there's also just... other stuff coming at you that you forgot about, like volleyballs are coming at you was the t- how about how about the weirdest tongue kiss ever don't hate on it no i don't i love that's like the first sex scene i remember in my life Say, me too me it was too. Like, i kind i kind of like thought like that's what it's gonna be one day <laughs> yes, this is what's too. gonna happen i re- i like i have a very vivid memory of watching top gun and being like 
this is what it is. Like, now I yeah. know this is sex. Like, I have to hover over her yes. and, like, just stick my tongue out. Just, That's just, all. <laughs> this just is what, lower my this tongue. This is what kissing is. Yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. It's yep. like that Kristen Callahan book we, we read that was like a kiss that was just tongues and we were into it because the writing was so good. But we then like afterwards, we were like, just tongues, though, like no lips yeah, involved. Practically. I don't know. And one of you is wearing a masquerade mask. I don't know. That this would oh, work that's in no real good. Life. No. Um, OK. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. Th- those are three you? great lady loves. I didn't bring one. Oh, you know what? Look at my Teddy Grahams uh, that I was eating before we started recording. That was rude of you to eat those because they looked awesome and I don't have you any. You can ask them if you want. Just come up here. Um, I made for our second annual pig roast Dunkaroo dip. And I saw that one of you, and I think it was Cat C, recently made Dunkaroo dip. Uh, I saw on your Instagram. Listen, Dunkaroo dip is the best. Uh, it calls back to Dunkaroos of our childhood. It's yes. just Cool Whip. Sounds awesome. Funfetti cake mix and yogurt. And you've got like the best dessert dip you've ever had. And it doesn't taste like straight frosting. And honestly, it's pretty unhealthy because it has a full box <laughs> of Funfetti cake mix in it. But is it more healthy than just dipping your Teddy Grahams in frosting? Yes, because it is a yogurt based snack. So. If you think about it that way, that it's all, it's mostly sugar, <laughs> but like also a probiotic, you know, to help I like you the, I move like the, that the, sugar uh, the through Teddy your body. Grams. Yeah. The Teddy Grahams are the, the savory that, you know, straightens yeah, out. Yeah, you're going to want, you're going to want a honey-based Teddy Graham or a <laughs> Nilla wafer or my personal favorite, um, Ginger Snap in order to. Oh, nice. To balance out. Because the, the spiciness of the ginger snap um, balances out the Dunkaroo dip. You're not going to want anything sweeter than that. Like, it, you're going you're gonna to see the Teddy Grahams that have, like, sprinkles in them and, like, chocolates in them. And you're going to see the chocolate chip cookies and you're going to be like, that's bomb. No one's thought of anything this great ever before. <laughs> but you're, it's, it's too much. Trust me. See, I'm thinking of the icing covered uh, animal no, crackers. No, it's too much. It's oh, too much. You're flying too close you know to the goes. sun. No, <laughs> I'll let you too, know how it goes. It's gonna kill you because I already had. Like, you saw me. I had like a stomach ache after I ate um, thirty to forty true. Teddy Grahams dipped in Cool Whip. <laughs> so, anyway, all right. Is that it? All right. What's our yes. Sign thank up? you again What's for letting me be on here, and thank you, Melody, for letting me sit in and. This was awesome, as usual. Keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as Cole loves Rhiannon Hunter, which is... Yes. Enough... It's a lot. ...to make a t-shirt to wear for an audio podcast. <laughs> That's a lot. All right. See ya. Right. Bye. Later, guys. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. 
Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show. <laughs> 